It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to another edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. It's another week in review as we take a look back at a busy but successful four-game week for the Fuel last week as they knocked off Kansas City 4 to nothing on Tuesday, followed that up with an overtime victory over Toledo on Thursday, a loss in Toledo on Friday, and then a thrilling 5-2 to victory on Teddy Bear Toss night Saturday night against the Kalamazoo Wings. Currently, the Fuel sitting at 12-13. and They're in fifth place in the Central Division, four points back of Wheeling, which is in fourth place, and eight back of Toledo and Fort Wayne, which are tied for second. And after a really busy stretch for the Fuel, they played 10 games in 17 days in the month of November, then came back, played two games last week, or a couple of weeks ago, the first week of December, four games last week. Finally, the Fuel get a much-needed break. They have five days off before a double weekend this weekend. They'll be in Fort Wayne on Friday night, the 20th, and then back home on Saturday for a 6.05 faceoff against the Toledo Walleye. It's game of ice and fire night on Saturday night. Choose your house, defend your house, as the fuel take on the Toledo Walleye. And then it's the ECHL's mandated holiday break the following week, and then things get really busy for the fuel. They'll be on the road coming out of the break on Friday the 27th. Then they'll return home Saturday the 28th, again, a 6.05 p.m. face-off. And that's the first of a couple of back-to-back special jersey games as it'll be Marvel's Superhero Night on the 28th. The Fuel will wear Spider-Man jerseys as they take on the Kansas City Mavericks. And then the next day, the 29th, their first Sunday afternoon game, a 3.05 face-off. It's Nickelodeon Day where the Fuel will wear Paw Patrol special jerseys. So a couple of special jersey games coming up to end the month of December. But first, let's take a look back at what was a pretty good week for the Fuel. Later on in the podcast as well, you'll hear our in-game conversations with Darian Plouffe and one of the newly acquired Fuel players, Alex Router. The week began last Tuesday in Kansas City, where the Fuel got another stellar goaltending performance from Charles Williams, who has now won five consecutive starts. On Tuesday, he stopped 32 shots to blank the Kansas City Mavericks 4 to nothing. Bobby McIntyre gave the Fuel a lead in the final five minutes of the second period, and then Indy exploded for three goals in the final ten minutes, two of them on the power play from Liam Coughlin and Sam Kirker. Darian Plouffe also with a goal and an assist in that one. And Spencer Watson, with two assists, continues to extend his scoring streak. We'll keep talking about that scoring streak as time goes on. The Fuel knocking off Kansas City 4 to nothing Tuesday night in Kansas City. We also saw a significant roster makeover last week. The Fuel have four guys right now in Rockford. Dmitry Osipov, who scored a goal. Ben Yowds, who's been on the score sheet multiple times as defensemen. Dylan McLaughlin and Matthew Thompson were all called up within days of each other. And Alex Krushelniski also spent a couple of weeks on a call-up to Rockford as well. And so 
without those four guys, the Fuel were pretty short-handed on Tuesday night. Matter of fact, they had only nine healthy forwards. And Jack Ramsey, the defenseman who had played forward in college and also at the start of his pro career last spring for the Fuel, he scored his first pro goal as a forward for Indy in the spring. He took shifts up front just to give the Fuel 10 forwards on the night. So Doug Christensen made a couple of moves. Number one, getting Alex Router, who had played for him last year in Manchester and was later traded to Wheeling. He had a really good year with Wheeling last year, currently playing for uh, Rapid City to start this season. He was acquired in exchange for cash considerations, and we can see why. He's got a really, really good stick, good vision, does a good job of really finding players and kind of bolstering the Fuel's offense. Alex Router, as well as adding Matt Schmalz, who was acquired in a trade from Worcester. He was the future considerations in the Dante Salaturo deal that sent Dante to Worcester in November. He's a 6'6 guy, brings a lot of size, a lot of strength, and some really good board work as well. As he controls the puck really well along the boards and makes things happen because of his size and his net front presence. And he's got a 20-goal pedigree. He scored 23 goals for Manchester two seasons ago. So he gives the Fuel a lot of size up front. In the first game, those two were paired together with another new guy, Mikhail Hakarainen, who was assigned by the Blackhawks on a bit of a conditioning stint last weekend as he hadn't played for a couple of months. He played early in the year for Rockford, suffered an injury, was out from essentially early October all the way through the middle of December. But the former fifth-round pick of 2018 of the Blackhawks, who uh, really tore it up for Muskegon in the USHL last year, essentially playing a second professional game in his first game in a couple of months, that line of Hockerein and Router and Schmalz, really probably the best line on the ice for the fuel in the game against Toledo on Thursday night. And Hockerein ended up being the number one star. He has since been called back up to Rockford and joined the Ice Hogs for their game Tuesday in Laval, a game in which, by the way, Dmitry Osipov was able to find the back of the net. The Toledo Walleye came in a Thursday night. It's the second time the Fuel have played Toledo at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. The second time the Fuel jumped out to a 3 to nothing lead en route to an eventual victory. Toledo came out early and was buzzing. Charles Williams made an incredible save early on Justin Buzio. Out to Auk at the point. Puts it right in front on the doorstep. And Charles Williams robs Buzio, who tried to pick his corner. Williams got it with the blocker. And that seemed to settle the fuel down a little bit. And quickly, they answered on this rush. As always, Nick Olchek joins me on the call. Herdukas shovels it out to the right point, where it's poked away from Moffat by Bobby McIntyre. Here's a two-on-one into the Toledo zone. McIntyre, center, shot, score! Spencer Watson coming up the right side, takes the feed from Bobby McIntyre on a two-on-one, and Spencer Watson gives the Fuel a one-to-nothing lead. Well, first shot for the Fuel, first goal of the game, and it's Spencer Watson who keeps that red-hot stick Going and a heck of a pass from Bobby McIntyre. He made the whole play at his own blue line with a good stick on Michael Moffitt. 
Midway through the period, Nathan Knoll won a face-off back to Alex Brooks, who hammered home his second goal of the season. But a real good run of play since that goal four by Spencer Watson. The Fuel have really found their game in the offensive zone. Nathan Knoll to take the offensive zone draw, wins it cleanly to Brooks, and he scores! Nathan Knoll won it cleanly to Brooks at the right point, and he stepped into one and one time a slap shot. Into the top corner, the fuel lead a two to nothing. Billy Christopoulos has really been fighting this puck tonight. And especially a shot from the point right off the draw. You can't draw it up any better. Can't win it much cleaner. And Alex Brooks just steps into this one. And Christopoulos, from his reaction, well, there wasn't a reaction. Didn't get a good look at it. The fuel extended the lead to three to nothing when Mikhail Hakarainen, the aforementioned rookie, Scored his first professional goal on a great feed from Alex Router. Keone Texira now back in his own zone, zone against a two-man forecheck. Headmans to Router at the Toledo line. Into the left-wing circle. Centers for Hockerinen. One-timer score. The Fuel lead it 3-0 as Mikhail Hockerinen scores his first professional goal. And Indy with a three-goal lead. And again, this line has been making things happen all game long and Hockerinen gets rewarded a great feed from Router and the one-timer from Hockerinen to the low slot gives Indian three goal lead oh how about the pass from Alex Router right into the wheelhouse of Mikhail Hockerinen Toledo however did get back in the game a power play goal to start the second period and then two goals a minute 55 apart in the third tied it but the Fuel able to get the game to overtime, and Mr. OT, Darian Plouffe, finished it off. Plouffe out to the point for Wisimirski. He'll walk the line, leave it for McIntyre, center point. Skates into the right wing circle, cuts it on goal, shoots, save, made, rebound, score! Darian Plouffe pops the water bottle, and the Fuel win it 4-3. to Christopoulos with a good save on the first opportunity, but the rebound came to Plouffe, and he roofed it. Over Christopoulos, the water bottle sitting along the far boards as Plouf pops it with the shot. The Fuel win it 4-3. to three. Third overtime victory for the Fuel. The second overtime goal for Darian Plouf and a big victory for Indy. Bobby McIntyre Creek speed wide right around TJ Hensick. And then Darian Plouf had to get that puck up had to put it into the upper half of the net because Christopoulos was taking away the whole lower portion of the goal. Doesn't get much prettier than that, popping the water bottle off. That was Plouffe's second overtime goal of the season, his sixth on the year. The Fuel now 3-0 in games going past 60 minutes. Bobby McIntyre with his second assist on an overtime goal in as many overtime games as well, setting up that goal for Plouffe. The Fuel improved to 2-0 on the season against Toledo. Unfortunately, that would fall to 2-1 the next night in Toledo as Spencer Watson scored a pair of goals for Indy. Bobby McIntyre had a pair of assists, but a four-goal outburst by the Walleye in the third period gave Toledo a 6-2 victory. On Saturday night, the Fuel returned home for Teddy Bear Toss Night, and you could feel a real energy in the building from a crowd that numbered 6,000 
and 21, the biggest crowd of the season. It took just 59 seconds for the teddy bears to come flying as Matt Schmalz found Joe Sullivan in front of the net. Doug Christensen was able to send out fresh players. See if the field can capitalize here on the offensive zone faceoff. Joe Sullivan to take the draw for Indy. And it's tied up along the far board. Schmalz gets it in front. Sullivan scores! Here come the teddy bears. Just 59 seconds into the game. Joe Sullivan alone in front. Dangles to the backhand and stuffs it past Hildebrand. And the Fuel have a one to nothing lead. Well, we talked about it. Want to get off to a good start. Not just because any time the Fuel have gotten off to a good start, they've gone on to have a successful game, but because you know these fans were ready and willing to let these teddy bears go, and ho-ho! Yes, sir, look at this. It is a sea of bears on the ice. We collected 6,022 last year, and they're still raining down from the Raptors. That goal brought out a franchise record 6,624 teddy bears, all of which will be donated to the RTV6 toy drive and given to children in need in central Indiana. Thank you from the Fuel organization to all of you who donated teddy bears to Joe Sullivan's goal and teddy bear toss night. Kalamazoo answered with a goal by Zach Fry. After a long, sustained period of offensive zone time for the K-Wings late in the second period, but just 51 seconds later, the Fuel got a power play, and Nathan Knoll answered. Texture at the right point. He walks the line, takes it over to the left point, back to Watson. He'll skate into the right-wing circle. Go low, back diagonal, now to Texture Through traffic, scores! Keone Texture with a seeing eye shot from the center point. Beats Hildebrand on the glove side. The Fuel with a power play goal. Lead it 2-1. It may have been deflected on the way in as Nathan Knowles at the front of the line. It looks like it's going to be Knowles' goal. The Fuel with a 2-1 lead as they answer quickly on the power play. It's that net front presence we talk about a lot. Hakkarainen off the side of the net. Makes a beautiful pass back to Tashira. And you mentioned it. Nathan Knoll got the deflection right there. Standing in front, we talked about him early. Not an overly big guy at 5'11", but just having that net front presence and not allowing Hildebrand to clearly see the puck as he gets a beautiful direct redirection. Good hand-eye coordination as uh, some of the teddy bears continue to fly from the rafters. Things got a little bit crazy in the third period. The Fuel were going to go on the power play when Justin Kovacs prevented a breakaway opportunity with a hooking call from behind, sending the Fuel to the power play. However, as Kovacs was heading to the box and Justin Taylor was going to the bench, Taylor and Mikhail Hockerinen got tied up. The official saw it, sent Taylor off for roughing, and the Fuel had a two-minute five-on-three it took 32 seconds for Bobby McIntyre to find Mikhail Hakkarainen for his second professional goal. Comes out to McIntyre on the rebound, left point. Over to Texera, those two play pitch and catch. McIntyre in the center, goes low, scores! Mikhail Hakkarainen with the power play goal, the fuel lead at 3-1. to one. A good luck, Hakkarainen along the goal line from a sharp angle, put it behind Hildebrand. 
into the far post netting in the fuel with a two-goal lead with a five-on-three power play goal. Well, that's how you draw it up. Bobby McIntyre manning the point on the five-on-three. He's going to get it on the pass from Tashira. Move it down low, and look at that. Hildebrand was caught way out on the top of his grease. Great screen in front as well from Nathan Knoll. He's been there all night long, and I don't think Hildebrand ever got a good look at it. Kalamazoo coach Nick Bootland was sent off and given a bench minor as well, so the fuel went back to the five on three, and just as it was expiring, Spencer Watson gave Indy a four to one lead and extended his scoring streak to 14 games, the longest in the ECHL this season. Over to the far side, Watson working low to Hockerine in right wing corner. Three seconds to go, out to Watson, fires, scores! Spencer Watson from the hash marks in the slot, rips it high glove on Hildebrand, a power play goal, the fuel lead at 4-1, to one, and Watson extends his scoring streak to 14 games, the longest in the ECHL this season. Well, Spencer Watson, you could see on those power plays, his teammates were trying to get him the puck. They wanted him to keep this scoring streak going, and look at this shot. You got three players right in front. Kirker doing his job. Where's he? Right in front of the goaltender's eyes. Ben Wilson was there as well, and you could see the reaction from Spencer Watson. Kalamazoo scored a power play goal midway through the third to cut the lead to 4-2, to but Charles Williams was fantastic throughout the game, including this breakaway save on Dylan Sadaway. Fuel leading 1-0 on their third power play of the night. Plouffe across the line up the right side. Tried to dangle, but couldn't, and Hildebrand aggressively clears it back out of the point. It's poked free by Sadaway. He's got a short-handed chance up the left side. Sadaway on the breakaway, shoots, looking for the five-hole. Save made by Williams, and he got the rebound on Taylor. It's a game that got a little bit crazy as well as Josh McArdle and Kalamazoo's Justin Taylor got involved in this scrap in the third period. And still going, and McArdle gets a punch in, two, three, misses with the right uppercut. Gets another one in. Now those two still squared up, trying to free the right hands. Taylor tried to get one in. And Taylor tries to land one on the head of McArdle. They again tie each other up. Taylor can't free the right hand. McArdle does and lands one. The two still going. They bear hug. And the linesman now, they were going to step in. Now they let him go. Taylor's got McArdle pinned to the boards. Tries to free the right hand for a couple of punches. Doesn't really land either one. And... The linesmen step in to separate. Charles Williams comes out of the net to give Josh McArdle a bit of a congratulations and a thank you. And McArdle applauds the fans who are applauding him on the way to the penalty box. Right towards the end of that fight, McArdle gave a little tap on the head of Justin Taylor, a spirited bout between those two guys, but in this situation of the game if you're the indie fuel you don't want to get into the nastiness you bobby mcintyre put the icing on the cake with this empty netter rebound comes out to the point edmondson sends it forward knocked down by the fuel router ahead to mcintyre across the line sends it toward the empty net he scores and that should be the cherry on top of this one as the fuel lead at five to two bobby mcintyre with the empty net goal 
His seventh goal of the season. Catalyst, top of the circle. Over to Acapelli. 14 seconds to go. Acapelli in the slot. Shoots. Blocked in front. Ramsey gets to it. Angles it off the boards. Headed toward the empty net. Will it have enough steam to get to the line? No. It died in the crease. Catalyst sweeps it out. And the hard will sound. The Indy Fuel. Knock off the Kalamazoo Wings 5-2. The power play connects three times tonight. And they complete a week where they win three of their four games. Once again, Charles Williams was fantastic, making 35 saves in the fuel net. He has now won five consecutive decisions, as we mentioned earlier. His save percentage in those five wins is over 960. And so that sums up the week. The Indy Fuel go 3-1 and one on the week, and they inch ever closer to getting into the playoff structure in the Central Division. Got a lot of division games coming up, including a number of games against the teams just ahead of them in the standings. The two this week, division games against the two teams tied for second. Fort Wayne in Fort Wayne, 8.05 faceoff on Friday, and then Toledo, a 6.05 faceoff at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on Saturday for Game of Ice and Fire Night. Of course, during the week, we have an opportunity to chat with Indy Fuel players prior to each game. We play these originally during our broadcast, but I know a number of our fans are at the game. They're not always able to enjoy our between-periods interviews. So here is our chat from Thursday night. Bobby McIntyre, fresh off a game where he had two points in Kansas City, then assisted on the game winner Thursday against Toledo, had a pair of assists on Friday in Toledo, and followed that up with another helper and a goal on Saturday night in the victory over Kalamazoo later on in the week. Bobby McIntyre has given the fuel a lot of speed, a lot of energy, played last season in the American Hockey League for San Antonio, and he's been kind of a jack-of-all-trades for the fuel. He's done a lot of different things, but he makes a lot of things happen by stretching the ice. Here is our conversation with Bobby McIntyre. We're here with Indy Fuel forward Bobby McIntyre during tonight's game against the Toledo Walleye. And first of all, Bobby, 22 games into the season, now 23. Describe the way the start of the year has gone for you. I think we started off well. Obviously had uh, a seven-game skid there that, that wasn't ideal, but I think we're we're picking it back up here. We've been playing well as of late, so uh, just looking to keep that going tonight. You mentioned that seven-game skid. You had a lot of just bad bounces, bad luck. You know, was it just kind of a case where you guys just had to keep attention to detail, keep doing what you were doing, and eventually things were going to break through and they have these last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think uh, we were playing really well. I think every all those games we were in, I think we lost 3-2, probably five, five or six of them. Ran into some hot goalies. Um, yeah, I mean, we played well. There wasn't really any rhyme or reason yeah. for us losing, and stuck to it. Been playing well lately, and been uh, been lucky to, to be winning. Goal and an assist on Tuesday night in Kansas City. Just kind of describe what that felt like. Yeah, obviously contributing any way you can, scoring goals is, is obviously the the most fun way. Um, four nothing win. Really, really good for us to to keep things rolling. Three or four. And, uh, yeah. How much pride do you take and did the skaters take in getting a shutout like you have the last couple games, or twice here in the last couple weeks? Yeah, I think anytime, anytime you get a shutout, it looks good on everyone. Um, the time's winding down and there's, there's, you haven't let a goal yet. I think you maybe dive in front of an, an extra puck there and obviously try to help the goalie out. So 
we love uh, we love helping Charles out or Chase or, or Gordo whoever's in the net and obviously looks good in everyone else. Hey, what's your time at Indy been like so far? How much have you enjoyed being here? I like it a lot. Not too cold. Um, lots to do. Lots going on. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Kind of a lot like San Antonio last year. Same type of city. Obviously not quite as warm, but uh, kind of a similar city. Um, yeah, pretty similar. Like you said, obviously weather is a big difference. But yeah, lots going on. Lots to do. Um, nice restaurants. Uh, I, I've liked it a lot. What did that year in the AHL do for you hockey-wise as far as just kind of helping uh, get you ready for this year? Yeah, I think it, it, it does a lot. I mean, obviously, uh, a, lot, a lot of NHL guys there. A lot of guys who played in the American League a long time. You learn a lot of things from those guys, a lot of vets, and I think you just take it day by day, try to learn something new, and, and obviously learning things up there, coming down here and, and, and trying to teach some of the things I learned up there, and yeah, it was good. What's maybe the biggest thing you took out of that? Um, just learning to be a pro. I think it was my second year playing pro, obviously last year, and this, this is my third year, so just knowing what to do on day-to-day, taking care of your body, eating right, just doing all the little things to, to be able to play a, a 70-80 game season. Your your year there, this is a team that has seemed to send a lot of guys up. Obviously, there's four guys in Rockford right now. How much does being here give you that opportunity to get back to the American Hockey League? Yeah, for sure. A lot of good players here. Like you said, four guys get called up. There will be a lot more guys getting called up this year. Um, being here is a great opportunity. Doug and Andy put us in a good position to succeed down here and, and have that opportunity to be called up. And I think it's great. I think everyone wants to get to the next level, and, and, and this is definitely a place to be to, uh, to accomplish that. How do you use your speed to uh, make things happen on the ice? Yeah, try, try, try to play fast all, all over the ice and, and playing with guys. They know that, that if they get me the puck, I'm going to hopefully take it, take it into the end zone and make some plays. And um, Yeah, it's good. It's hard, it's hard to, uh, to defend speed, so I try to use it all over the ice. How disruptive is that, especially on the rush, and especially when you're playing with a guy like McLaughlin a few weeks ago where he can also fly? Yeah, he, he, he's a good player. Obviously, we, we miss him down here. We're happy to, to uh, get him called up. Um, yeah, it's just, speed is great, like I said. Um, it's good all, good all over the ice. Uh, make plays. It, it, it creates a lot of space for other guys, and playing with other fast guys obviously helps a lot, too, creating space for each other and everyone on the ice. Five years in the OHL, uh, playing with a lot of first-round picks, a lot of guys that are in the National Hockey League are on the path there right now. Uh, how much did that prepare you to be a pro? Yeah, it helps a lot. Obviously, play with obviously when you're younger in the OHL, you're playing with, with older guys who are, who are on that path. And obviously, when you, once you're an older guy, there's a lot of younger guys that, that are coming to the league, and it seems like those younger kids are getting better and better every year. And Obviously, playing with guys and having friends make it, you, you love seeing your friend, friends succeed and, and, and do well. And obviously, to see you guys make it to the NHL is, is pretty pretty cool. So, What are your goals for the rest of the year? Um, just win. Keep winning. Have fun. Um, get into the playoffs and try to win a championship. Thanks a lot, Bobby. Thank you. And that was our conversation with Bobby McIntyre. On Saturday night, Nick Olchek had the opportunity to meet with one of the new Fuel players, Alex Router. He had just played a couple of games for the Fuel, but quickly endeared himself, especially on Friday night after he got an assist on Thursday and really helped key that 4-3 victory over Toledo on Friday in Toledo. He had jumped into a fracas to stand up for his teammates 
And of course, that always endears you as the new guy on the roster. Here is that conversation. All right, we're here with Alex Router, the new indie Fuel Forward here for our first intermission uh, interview. Alex, what's it like being a part of the Fuel so far? It's been awesome. You know, it's been great. I mean, uh, Coach Christensen makes it super easy, and the guys are cool. And yeah, it's been a smooth transition. Yeah, good. Uh, you've obviously had a pretty darn good start here with the Fuel. This is going to be your third game here tonight. Uh, what's it like playing under Doug Christensen? You know, it's very organized. You know, he makes the game simple. You know, he tells you exactly what to do and how to how to do it. And, you know, I think the team here responds really well. You know, even last night was a tough night, but I think tonight will come out really good. Yeah. Uh, so far in your career, you've played 85 games in the in the ECHL. Uh, you're approaching that century mark, that 100-game mark. Uh, consider yourself a veteran by now. Uh, what have you learned about your game? And maybe for uh, some people who haven't seen you play, kind of describe your game and uh, uh, the way and the style in which you like to play. You know, I like to just have the puck on my stick. You know, I like to play fast games, similar to, uh, you know, the way that the fuel, the fuel want to play. And, uh, you know, I just like to make plays. You know, I like to put my teammates in good positions and help them score. You played at Cornell University. Uh, you were the captain there your last year. So not only a leader, but a pretty smart kid as well. Uh, what did you learn in college hockey uh, that helped you help prepare you for the, uh, for the professional game? You know, just the, the real only difference between college and pro is there's so few games. So what I learned from college is every game's important, and especially here in this division, you know, one of the, probably the best division in the whole league. You know, you have to be ready every single night. And so, you know, Kalamazoo may not have the best record, but they're going to play hard, and we got to win. So, you know, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, good. Uh, and last one for you here, and thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, you bring a lot to this team. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, you're a good two-way player. Uh, you take care of your own end as well as the offensive zone. Uh, obviously, everybody wants to win the Kelly, the, the Kelly Cup uh, at the end of the season, but uh, looking forward to the rest of the year, uh, what is something that you're going to look to bring the team to help uh, help uh, you know help them get that success towards the end of the year? Exactly what you just said, honestly. I mean, just having a 200-foot game, you know. Some nights you're not going to have the offense, but, you know, you always have to be working hard on your own end and helping your teammates out. So, you know, if I can play a consistent 200-foot game, I think that'll be something good for me to do. Awesome. Alex, thank you very much for joining us. And that's Alex Router with Nick Olchek during Saturday night's game at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Again, just one home game this week. The Fuel are in Fort Wayne on Friday night at 8.05 p.m. The second game this season against the Comets. They will not visit the Indiana Farmers Coliseum until January 2nd. And then Saturday night, 6.05 face-off game of ice and fire night at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum against the Toledo Walleye. Again, next weekend, same thing. The 27th, the Fuel on the road. The 28th on Saturday night, they're home to take on Kansas City. They'll be wearing Spider-Man jerseys that night. It's a 6.05 face-off. And then Nickelodeon Day on Sunday the 29th, their first Sunday matinee of the year, 3.05 against the Wheeling Nailers. And the Fuel will be wearing Paw Patrol sweaters in that game. Of course, you can get your tickets for all Indy Fuel games by visiting the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office, all Ticketmaster outlets, as well as getting information at IndyFuelHockey.com. Nick Olchek and I have the call of all 36 home games on IndyFuelHockey.com slash radio, and you can catch all 72 games with your subscription to ECHL.TV. Thanks for joining us on this trip under the hood with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.